millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleo Bites, the podcast that, despite its subject matter, will undoubtedly be kept far, far away from any museum or a place of important preservation. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, my name is Matthew Donald, and every week I and a, multi- and a series of rotating guest hosts, uh, well, not I thought I could do this by memory, but I can't, I still have to read it, <laughs> talk, get, about and get ra- with the program, <laughs> talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week, I'm joined by the guy who has said he absolutely hates dinosaurs and had to drag him along to this. What? Kicking and screaming. Lies it's and, Stephen Curl. Lies Kuro. and slander. <laughs> yes, I'm a... Hello, everybody. I'm a dinosaur fanatic. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. So, actually, it wasn't that hard to get you here. So that's oh, good. no, I jumped for joy. <laughs> that's good. Good to hear. Uh, good. Uh, you dread nothing about it. You fear nothing about doing this podcast. And speaking of which, no, no. we'll get to that. <laughs> All right, so uh, dinosaur question at the beginning. I've asked you so many every time you've been on here. But I'm trying to think of another one. Uh, mm. If you could have a no, wait, I, no, I said best friend. I was about to ask the pet, but that was kind of a bit. Um, if you could clone a dinosaur to the modern day and use it for some sort of useful purpose, which one and why? Ooh, that's a good idea. Mm, useful purpose, useful purpose. I think I would like to clone one of those um, big herbivores, like a, a triceratops or yeah. some such. Use them, you know, they could they could pull things, they could move boulders out of the right. way, stuff like Do that. Do some lawn maintenance, too. Lawn could, maintenance, could, yes. <laughs> Mow my lawn for me. Actually, yeah, well, no, they probably wouldn't like grass, now that I think about it. No, that they're more like... Yeah, grass. so... So yeah, they I'd would like to, browse. They could clear trees. I'd have to get something else to eat the grass. But yes, something, I, you know, like clear the roads out during an accident or something. Oh, yeah, that could work. Yeah, I could see that. Like the snow comes in and you got the triceratops in like coats. But there like pushing go. cars that have been stopped. <laughs> <laughs> or pl- getting a snow plow. That could work. Uh, all right. So that's pretty cool. I think I would... Uh, I would bring in uh, a raptor of some form. Like, maybe let's do a dromaeosaurus and make him, like, like an assassin. <laughs> That's not really a useful purpose, but I think it'd be Uh-oh. cool. <laughs> I can see governments really getting crazy with that one. Yeah, that's true. Russian raptors. Oh, no. <laughs> they have talks, and then suddenly they're killed and never seen again. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to them? <laughs> okay, so... 
Uh, that, that sounds like something to fear, but we fear nothing here. And speaking of which, sorry, I'm really excited about this segue. <laughs> We're talking about Dreadnoughtus, the, one of the biggest uh, dinosaurs we know of, and it literally means fears nothing. That's kind of why Yeah. bring it. Uh, that's the joke. But yes, <laughs> big animal. Very big. In fact, it might be the biggest. I think it's the biggest one that we know that can be calculated with reasonable certainty because I'll get to it, but more of its skeleton has been discovered than other long necks. That would make sense. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, tit- it's, it's a titanosaurian sauropod. These are like Cretaceous, mostly Cretaceous long necks. That there were a lot of them were in South America, but some of them went all over the place. One of them was even in North America in the late Cretaceous, the Alamosaurus. Alamosaurus. Oh, yeah, Alamosaurus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, they were pretty cool. It was kind of neat that there were long necks even after the Jurassic, like people might not have realized. I so. think Astrodon was another one. Yes, um, and it was so it was. They think it was ninety-five feet slash twenty-eight meters long. That's pretty big. Yeah, that's pretty darn big. Yeah, um, it's around a hundred feet. Holy cow. Almost. Yeah, it was thirty-five to fifty tons. You got to wonder how things like that actually walk. I mean, very carefully. I mean, obviously the <laughs> skeletal structure must have been incredible to hold it but oh well, my also like they well like those these ones kind of like birds though birds have very light skeletons to ke- let them fly it's the same thing for these but they used it to keep them at a reasonable weight mm. so they could still walk and lumber about one makes sense yeah um it lived in the late cretaceous uh oh i forgot to mention it is an herbivore but like you need me to tell you that <laughs> um, you mean it didn't eat steak oh no um, maybe it could occasionally, you know, dined out from time to time, you know, when it was feeling particularly fancy. Oh, know. there you go. Got some caviar, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and some steak. <laughs> All right, so uh, it lived in the Lake Cretaceous 80 to 66 million years ago. It was found in Argentina. It was described in 2014. It's pop culture appearances. I remember when we saw Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, I noticed that it was name was briefly in a genome storage unit at the end you could see Dreadnoughtus oh that's right yeah isn't, so that, isn't that like the only real reference besides uh, no wait and there's a lot of them that were real but no I mean like it's for as far as Dreadnoughtus goes oh yeah uh, no I think that's the only one we found so yeah but that's the, that there is it's, so far it's, it's weird it's one of the biggest anim- land animals known to man and yet it's so obscure yeah well, I don't know, its name is so cool too. It also uh, it also is in the tie-in park builder game Jurassic World Evolution, oh. where it's titanic and lumbering, but admittedly has a bit of a derp face. But it's kind <laughs> of cute though. Um, so yeah, like it's so the, this is one of the biggest long necks ever, and or dinosaurs ever, and land animals ever. Mm-hmm. Um, because and we know this because. The skeletal completeness of what we discovered of Dreadnoughtus so far is 45.5%. That's pretty good for, for a skeletal find. Yeah. As, so like other similarly sized sauropods that might or may not be bigger or around the same size, Parallel Titan is 7.8%. Argentinosaurus is 5.1%. And Just 5.1 for Argentina? Yeah. Wow. What about, do you know Sauro Poseidon? I think it's only a couple, but I know they. I know they have like just a chunk. It's not yeah, like, like a lot of that one. And the min- dinosaur I mentioned a couple episodes back, I forget which one. Antar- Antarcticosaurus. It's a measly two point three percent. Lord, that is measly. And then Amphicelius. That's like I think it's just a ver- that vertebra. Just one vertebra. Yeah, big so. vertebrae, but still. Right. Um, this titanic titanosaur truly lived up to its name of Fears Nothing, or I guess in Swahili, Akuna Matata. 
<laughs> no worries. Yes, uh, as no predator could take an adult one of these. Uh, and at first I thought that Giganotosaurus might have been able to successfully hunt them, but then I looked it up. Giganotosaurus lived about 20 million years earlier. Earlier? Yeah. Oh, wow. So probably was not going after it. I'm sure there was some super predator that lived alongside it that we haven't discovered yet. Oh, yeah, definitely. But until we do, let's just assume Dreadnoughtus lived full Akuna Matata style. I think it would take it would take a group of oh, several yeah. animals like that to really take an adult down. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And even then, they probably would rather go for like the younger ones or like the older, yeah. weak ones. Yeah. I mean, it was so, it was sorry, it was yeah. just not wise to attack. A- an fully grown like anyway, yeah, like adult. In, in Planet Dinosaur, the show Argentinosaurus, right. which is um, earlier, was it? Yes, earlier. Yeah. Um, not quite as big, but still very large animal. Well, I mean, it could have been as big. We just don't know because uh, of the we, lack of yeah, skeleton. Yeah. But they show a theropod get close trying to eat something, and he gets stomped on. Like, yeah. and they, then the that, animal rears up, and... And then and, that dinosaur, I'm assuming, is dead. Yes. Flattened there, like a pancake. There is, yeah, there is a giant flying gash in his head. It's <laughs> like, oh, God, that's horrifying. So you can imagine what Dreadnoughtus could do. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, until we discover that there is a predator, we can just assume that it lived a full Hakuna Matata style and just ate leaves and spread across South America until it took over the continent like a prey of giant rats. I think it's what the science would suggest. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and while its name... You know, obviously means no worries for the rest of your days. It is an intentional, also intentionally a nod to the two Argentine dreadnoughts that served in the early 20th century, honoring the uh, country the creature was discovered in. Oh, so wasn't wasn't in the early 20th century? In well, yeah, that yeah, apparently that's what I've heard. I think it's just kind of an excuse, but because ah, it's kind of it doesn't relate at all to the fact that they're from Argentina and Argentina also had dreadnoughts. Uh, okay, interesting. <laughs> Finally, I featured it as a hatchling at the end of my Megazord book series, where I may or may not have spelled it wrong. I don't remember, and who could be bothered to check? Uh, I could check. Do you have the book on you? Not on me. Uh, but actually, I think I checked myself. Anyways, I didn't. I thought I spelled it dreadnoughtus with like an A. Like N A U. No, it's actually supposed to be dread O N N O. Oh, really? Yeah. See, look. Here, I'm in here. Dread, not us. I want to see for myself. Oh, son of a gun. Huh. Yes, that's what I thought too, though. That's what I was like. See, like, and it says in the original, like, the ship, like, dread not is also with an O, so. Oh, so I have another misprinted Megazoa book. <laughs> well, you might. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I, I think I checked and I spelled it right, so. Okay. I don't know. Maybe uh, you do, though. We'll see. If you do, though, then yeah, yeah, keep sell it later for a bunch of money. <laughs> okay, how are we doing on time on this one? Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Uh, this, this might be, I think we're going way too fast now. <laughs> oh dear. We need to, we need to add stuff. We need to add 
to the gut of this gigantic dinosaur. Feed the beast. Feed the <laughs> okay, so what do you like about Dreadnoughtus? Well, I mean, I guess the fact that it's big. Well, yeah, the immense size. <laughs> like, I always like really big, big animals like that. Um, yeah. I mean, today we have elephants. We have the blue whale. Blue whales. Other whales. Biggest you can get, actually. Pretty, pretty darn big. I yeah. mean, it helps when you're in the water. That yeah, helps. That, but, um, you know, that, I think that's one reason why I really like this, this creature. Um, I think it would be a creature that literally would be shaking... The ground as it walked oh, by, absolutely. like that wouldn't that it would not just be like the stereotype you see in the movies. Like, yeah. holy cow, you no. hear the earthquake coming. Yeah, basically. Well, I think that one that you mentioned, Sora Poseidon, it means earthquake. I mean, it's from Poseidon, who was an earthquake god, yeah, as like well as an ocean god, earth so. god lizard, earth lizard, earth, earth, something earthquake like that. god lizard. I mean, that's that's it's kind of an excessive name. Mm-hmm. Dreadnought is pretty good too. Actually, I, I was. Considering not using Dreadnoughtus in my Megazoic books because it sounds so similar to Dreadnought that people might think I just made it up. Uh, but I mean, you could always have an author's note saying yeah, I all could. dinosaurs are real. Right, there's some dinosaurs though I absolutely refuse to use in Megazoic just because of the name. Oh, like, like give me another one. Panty Draco. <laughs> Panty Draco. <laughs> yeah, I can see why people would make fun of that one. And dragon, what is that? It's I, named after a, a region, I think. It, it's not so. Look, it's the dragon of a specific region. Yeah, somewhere. but okay. it sounds. But people are going to make pants jokes. <laughs> out of it. Panties, panties. Oh God! <laughs> I actually have it here on this. Uh, well, no, I can. Okay, I can. I can see you skipping that one. Yeah, I do have it on the International Women's Day episode. Oh no! <laughs> I probably shouldn't. Uh, I don't know if that's wise. No. But that, I just thought it was funny. Okay. Anyways, that's enough filler, <laughs> I think. <laughs> good lord. <laughs> I might get rid of that. I'm going to get rid of that. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good idea. Anyway. Okay, so, um, yep, so we're going to rate the animal one out of 65 million. Uh, I'm going to be controversial and rate 20 million. It's too big. Nah, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rate it probably like 60 million, 61 million. I'm giving it 64 million. Yeah, it's pretty close. If it's not the biggest, it's pretty darn close. I think maybe I, I just, I don't know. No, I think I'm going to give it 64 million, too. Mm. It's pretty good. I don't know what it loses points for exactly. It just, I wouldn't. Just, we're not entirely sure where to place it yet, so. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that's it for this week. Uh, uh, if you want to uh, uh, get a hold of the show, you can contact. Patty Draco. <laughs> it's kind of, it's crazy. Is this, you listen to that one, you think, what were they thinking naming this thing? Are you sure you're pronouncing it properly? It might be Pantai Dranko or something. That would make more or sense. Pantai Dranko or something. It, look, at, it's literally spelled P-A-N-T-Y-D-R-A-C-O. Uh, what what region are we talking? Hold on, let me go. This is the unofficial Panty Draco episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> as well as uh, Dreadnoughtus. He's got it. <laughs> Panty Draco, genus of reptiles. Where panty is short for panty fion signaling hollow of the spring well in Welsh. Oh, it's Welsh. It was a basal sauropodomorph dinosaur from the late Tri- Triassic. If it's panty rather than panty. Pan- panty fion, yeah. Panty. <laughs> I just can't get over that name. No, nah, I mean, people are still going to make fun of it because it's so darn close. <laughs> Discovered in 2007? That's post-internet. You should have known. Oh, I wonder if it's in my book. Oh, yeah, you Google in this unofficial panty Draco. Yeah, we've kind of, yeah. Uh, Dreadnoughtus. Pa- panty the- Dracos has, has, had this, uh, has stolen the show from Dreadnoughtus. Yeah, exactly. Dreadnoughtus, yeah. You, you, it's, 
It's so funny because it's also a Sora Potomorph, but it's such a smaller one. Dreadnoughts is like, why are you guys caring about this one over me? I'm so big. I don't know, actually. It might not be in here. I mean, why would they put that in there? They should <laughs> it hide its existence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, oh, 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 that was the list of formations. I was looking in the wrong spot. Oh. Uh, I'd be amazed if it was in there. Pantidraco Ca- uh, Caducus. Page Whoa! 163. Okay. Princeton Field Guy. Okay. Full win. <laughs> okay. And it is... Prosauropods? It was a prosauropod. It was a prosauropod. Uh. Oh, here it is. Pantidraco. Fossil remains, nearly complete skull. Anatomical characteristics. Head short and sub-triangular. Arm may be rel- long relative to leg. Late Triassic or early Cretaceous. Whales from an unnamed formation in Wales. That's ridiculous. You pick the nearest town, people. It's not that hard. <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to give $30 million to Panty Draco. <laughs> $65 million. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, Other mm, than the name, it's just a typical prosauropod. $22 so. million for the ridiculousness. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that, this was the Dreadnoughtus and Panty Draco there episode. There you go. You get a twofer, folks. <laughs> okay, so I can get rid of the Panty Draco one on the, on the <laughs> list, because we've already talked about it. It was not good for Women's Day. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, that was a bad joke. I apologize. Okay, so uh, if you want to get a hold of the podcast and ask us, what the hell are we thinking? <laughs> uh, contact us at matchd at matthewdoncreator.com. And you can find me on social media at matthewdoncreator on Facebook, at matthewdoncreator on 64 on Twitter, and matthewdoncreator on Instagram. Uh, you can uh, also talk to my co-host, your Steven, through this, ask him questions, say, to complain into the book, why did you put the abomination that is Panty Draco into yeah. this? I can, I can ferry your complaint if you want me to. <laughs> it's like, no, think of the children. <laughs> think of the hatchlings. It's Princeton's fault. It's the hatchlings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, also, I have a podcast about writing called The Rit Wits, where two twits talk about writing, and you can tell, like... I am quite the twit. <laughs> really? I didn't notice. Yeah, no. you are too. Don't know. <laughs> so, but you're not the twit in the podcast. It's someone else. <laughs> uh, finally, uh, I have a book series on, Megazo- uh, on Amazon called Megazoic, uh, which I mentioned earlier that I didn't include Dreadnoughts or Panty Draco in, although I did do Dreadnoughts at the end as a joke. I forgot why I did it. I think, oh, I'm sorry, it was a... Uh, it's because the, red, the redneck family um, adopted him, and they already have, like, ten kids, and they live in a shack, and their baby is going to grow up to be, like... Bigger than the shack. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes, um, they're all available on Amazon for print and Kindle. Uh, buy a copy, leave a review, leave comments, support my work, or, you know, do none of it. You know, up to you, listeners. Live your lives. <laughs> uh, if you're interested, I also have some... Uh, published work out there i have published poetry with acorn haiku and i have more sci-fi i have sci-fi related haiku coming in the magazine sci-fi quest yes i have fiction published with 365 tomorrows and daily science fiction those are both webzines and i have a young adult fantasy novel that's coming out at some point hopefully soon yes what's it called by the way i forgot to ask you before i have a working title at the moment I'm not... I, I remember that's right i forgot you didn't you never told yeah, me the name yeah yeah i'm still toying with ideas ah, okay it has it's about it has swords and uh dragons and you know fun stuff derek the dragon guy <laughs> something like that that should be the name derek the, <laughs> derek dragon. the dragon guy Derek the Dragon guy. <laughs> I don't think he'd be thrilled with that. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Neither no, Arthur might like it. Arthur might like it. Arthur would get a kick out of it. Yeah. Anyways, all right. See you guys. And as you see, at least at the end of every episode, 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.